The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. I was going to have a show today, I'm sorry, but the DAR ladies seem to be engrossed in their conversation. So um, I don't know if we're going to be able to have it on today. Karen? Yes, sir. Uh, is there any crime going on in Rutherford County now? You're, you're, you're with the grand jury. You're over the grand jury. There is crime. There is crime. There is? Is there uh, a whole lot of it here? Yes. So what you're saying is people who are wanting to come from California and New York should find other places to go. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, that's not really what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is I'd like to let them know about our March 26th Vietnam Veterans event, that they're coming from New York and California and all of Rutherford County. Okay. Uh, before we do that, I asked all three of you one question, and none of you got it right. DAR members, and it was one of the most, um, uh, to me, historical event that ever happened in wartime on this particular day. So we'll let people just kind of kick it around at home and we'll see if they can answer that. But no cheating, no cheating. All right, Lila from Bedford County, what? This has got to be the worst show I've ever had. You guys are not prepared at all. No, it's not me. You only have two headsets. Okay. Can I do something for you? First? You're a, you're a you're a Beasley, right? Right, right. Yeah, I figures. Okay, go okay. ahead. Okay, I want to do something just for you. Oh, don't do anything no, for me. No, I'm getting no, tired no. of this crap. If you remember, last year you came to one of our meetings. I believe it was February meeting, George Washington celebration, and mm -hmm. we presented you with the media award. The media award. Media award. I don't we, remember that. Well, Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. We're all in consensus. We are sure. Yeah. Okay. So we, we pictures. We, we couldn't give you that I, again. So you're going to give me the certificate of, uh, let's see, um, the most rightest person in the United States. <laughs> Is that we're, correct? We're even going to go better than that. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything better. Okay. Go ahead. Well, all let right. me read our certificate for all you. All right. The National Society of the Daughters of the American Revolution Certificate Award presented to Truman Jones for promotion and support of the objectives of DAR. And those are historic preservation, 
Education and Patriotism by the Colonel Hardy Murphy chapter on February the 23rd, 2022. And we thank you for always supporting and promoting any event that we ask you to do. You have never, as far as I know, refused to allow us to do Oh, I love you show. guys. And, and, so. and, and it's you do something that's real special for our country. I don't know of any group that uh, promotes patriotism more than you guys. And, and that is really very, very special. And I thank you. Did you spell my name? Yeah, you did spell it right. <laughs> I just okay. want to. Hey, you know this has been my week. Uh, Smyrna uh, gave me the keys to the city. Mary really? Esther. Yes. Yeah. Wow. What? That's what I say. And and I have looked and looked and searched, and I can't find out what that key fits to. But but I really. Hey, the thing's gold. I mean, can you imagine? Wow, huh? that's pretty. Well, you you have earned it. You deserve it. Uh, no, I haven't. But uh, it, it's it's nice to receive those type things. And we know that you are a veteran, and we want you to attend this event that we're going to talk about today. Uh, tribute to Vietnam era veterans. Saturday, March the twenty sixth, from nine until uh, the weather should be good on that day, nine to eleven. And and that's that's at the Northside Baptist Church Pavilion, and that's at six five five West Thompson Lane, right here in Murfreesboro. And it's rain or shine now. Are you sure about that? Yes. Yes. This seems to be we we've been in a monsoon for a long time now. And a year ago, when we tried to have this event, it was a monsoon in late March. We did. Uh, we were doing this to commemorate. March 29th, which is the um, nationally recognized Vietnam Veterans uh, Welcome Home Day, yeah. and um, so our our having it on Saturday, the 26th, mm -hmm. uh, is in the hopes that more people will be able to attend. Um, Nine to eleven in the morning, and uh, we have all sorts of events planned. Um, given that we'll be outdoors, but we, if the if the weather is bad, we will. Uh, the church has allowed us to come indoors and and use their hall there. That's pretty nice. Which is very nice. Yeah. So we appreciate that, and uh, but we'll hope for the nice outdoor venue uh, this time, and we have. Um, for those, uh, all veterans are welcome and their families, but um, we're hoping that we have some Vietnam veteran, Vietnam era veterans uh, who will be able to attend. And we have for them um, special presentations of the commemoration lapel pins, mm -hmm. which um, we gave when we were over at the, uh, at the, at the uh, Sylvan Park. Mm -hmm. We had one for you, Truman, and some of the gentlemen who were having breakfast there that morning. Um, and so if they uh, plan to attend, it would be great to let us know in advance so that we have our materials ready for them, a certificate as well as the lapel pins. Um, so I will let my phone number go out over the air. Is that Fire right? on. Okay. 615-890-1031. And you can leave a voicemail on that phone. And my name is Andrea Calfi. Um, so we hope you'll join the nation and thank a Vietnam veteran that day here in Rutherford County. I uh, I, I think about all those uh, vets that that came in from the war, and uh, of course many of them had been uh, injured 
pretty badly, and they come over here and and nobody uh, gave them the time of day, and yep. and and that was a a bad bad situation. Of course, uh, the the 1960s is when a, a lot of the protests started that, on that particular war, and yeah. it was a uh, it was a bad time for everybody during that. And those guys. They deserved a whole lot better than yep. what they got, and it, it, yep. I, I still have uh, bad feelings about that. Because mm-hmm. this country needs to stand by their uh, guys, uh, no matter what. And uh, fighting a war over there, they were trying to help uh, the Vietnamese, mostly in the South, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it just—they're uh, uh, still representing our country. And when you can't honor them the way you should, that's a bad, bad situation. Yep. yep. Well, that's yeah. why. That's one of the reasons. You know, DAR st- hopes we try to step forward and do what we can to to make sure that that the Vietnam veterans and all veterans know that they are appreciated. They're appreciated by every DAR member and every DAR family, and we work very hard. That's one of the the main things I think that most DAR chapters do. So um, this is, it's our small way of yeah. saying thank you each year. And um, I think uh, several years ago, this, that the March 29th date that Andrea mentioned was signed, I think, by, by President Trump as far as a national uh, mm-hmm. day of, of remembrance and honoring those, those veterans. So we try to do something. Our chapter tries to do something every year for them. Um, but there's also ongoing things for veterans with our chapter and as and all DA chapters you know are focused on veterans yeah you, you know we we've been around i've been around longer than any of you but uh we uh in this country we've seen things change it seems like from generation to generation and uh, uh I've, I've always loved everything about this country i have had a hard last eight, 12 years, things are changing so much because we were always together as a country. And now uh, there seems to be a divide that's been happening here. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, of course, I, I remember Churchill, he could say some of the best things about democracy. And he would uh, uh, always it, you, you might say stamp this one is that democracy is the greatest government that has ever been formed but it's also the weakest and and as you read on the weak part is us we allow things to happen that shouldn't be happening and uh, just like there there seems to be more strength in government and what they do, and in the media working together with the government, and um, it's almost like uh, people are being led down the wrong street anymore. And do you guys, in your in the things that you do, because you you have a great uh, uh, strength in what this country really is and what it's all about do you guys ever have a chance to mention anything like that that's going on because uh, i know um you guys were talking about uh 
uh, Hitler and some of the things he does. We, we, we've seen changes happen as people get more and more um, strength as far as their p political um, uh, being able to utilize their political uh, platforms to change things. And uh, do you guys have that ability to sit there and bring it to date, or is or is that one of those things you can't do? Well, well DAR is nonpartisan, so we don't we don't talk about politics at our meetings or our programs, but we stay informed. Mm -hmm. or so we we encourage our members to be informed and to participate in their communities, whatever their beliefs are. Yeah, and. Um, as far as digging into some of the things you were talking about, our chapter actually has a DAR book club. And so we will pick books. Sometimes the librarian general, mm -hmm. which is the national office, will, will have a list of books about American history. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of things about politics and that and things like that. So in our book clubs that we meet in people's homes, sometimes we discuss things like that. But mm -hmm. as an official organization, um, we just promote people, citizens to be involved in their communities. Be sure you go out and register to vote. Um, if you are so inclined to be involved, to, ch to choose a political party to be involved in, that's perfectly fine. That's just something outside of DAR. But we do encourage informed, patriotic citizens. From Karen to Lila. <laughs> well, Karen mentioned the word promote. And I think what DAR does is take a more positive approach. We promote patriotism. We promote our support of veterans. We promote our national holidays. We promote our Constitution. Uh, we promote our Constitution and what that means. And we often do, while we may not take a partisan side, we often do, uh, like we will have a program in September strictly on the Constitution, and then we will Present that publicly at the courthouse. Yes, we've been on the show with that. And so I think promotion in a positive way brings that about and the people the people need to hear positive and what the positive effects of and you know this as well as anyone Are you what you said about anything? democracy was the strongest and the weakest and it's the hardest to keep. So that's that's what we need to do. Yeah. You were, to aren't you interviewing people for oral history? Andrea, what in the world are you doing? I was trying to ask my partner here. Of, of, what? So Truman, can I tell you about some of the things that are going on on March 26th at the at the event? Uh, I'm afraid to ask. They're good. One of them you're really going to like. One of them's Terry Hedges, the magician. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know yeah. See, I told you you'd like that. We is have, he going to be there? He is. He's gonna Can he make everybody disappear I like don't know. he did at your house? Why don't you come and see? Yeah, I, come I, and I see. think I'll do that. And then uh, we have two veterans that one is an author named mm -hmm. Fritz Klump. He's written a book, and he's going to be there just talking about, you know, you have a table there. Is to he going to do a book signing? Share people. He, I'm sure he would. Yeah. John White is a painter and an artist. He's going to show mm -hmm. some of his work. They're just going to these are Vietnam era veterans that are going to show some of the things they're they've been involved in since that time. Yeah. And then we have music by a trio, Luke Amelang. So they're going to be having a little music. There'll be a lot of um, information about the Rutherford County Veterans Community Center. 
We're gonna Are they going to sing patriotic songs? They might. Well, that's what we'll I want to hear. We'll certainly ask about that. Yeah, I, I okay. think we can make that happen. Right. And uh, we're going to have uh, people from Quilts of Valor. There's a chap. They make quilts and present them to Vietnam veterans and other veterans, all veterans. So they're going to be there with a table and some of the, a display. And then we have um, we're going to have some uh, breakfast sandwiches do- donated by a veteran-owned business here in town, Fat Guys Barbecue. Mm-hmm. So and and probably more to come. It's all so, good. So it's going so, to be uh, fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you've committed a crime and there are <laughs> warrants waiting for you, they probably shouldn't show up, right? I'm going to be focused on the Vietnam Veterans event. Y'all are so too we'll positive. See. Oh, good gosh. Serving warrants. You know, that'd be... Yeah. What, Andrea? I'm just chuckling. Well, you've been chuckling and talking while uh, I know, I know. while we were talking on <laughs> Um, yes. There's also an oral history being taken um, of our veterans, mm-hmm. and I uh, would love to know more about that. Um, I think other our Rutherford County veterans would probably participate if we could have some information about that available. Um, so I'm hoping maybe we could have a little sign-up list there, people who are interested, and also the veterans who wish to, to do that participate in in the oral history department of defense i believe is is the one accumulating that i think it's the library of congress is it the li- yeah. okay I, I thought you knew yeah, about the library it. of congress okay mm-hmm. well um so it would be nice to have rutherford county be part of that um i'm one of the partners of the uh, rutherford county veterans um office uh, on behalf of dar and this coming friday I will be at the meeting with Dominic Grimaldi, mm-hmm. who is our uh, veteran service officer for the county. And um, we, we meet the last Friday of the month at the um, Jobs American Jobs Center on uh, Old Fort Parkway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there are uh, 20 people there from all sorts of veterans assistance groups. I mean, it's, it's very interesting. And I, I've been going for the last six months and um, they've welcomed me and included me and i i put announcements um to them uh, about what we're what dir is doing with veterans and, and suggestions and things and so um as my husband has been very active with uh the um veterans of foreign wars here mm-hmm. in the chapter here um or the post i should say he has been involved with brian morris who is um, who is the post commander, and they've been working hard, and they have gotten the uh, the uh, veteran community center, Rutherford yeah. County Veteran Community Center, which is in the old Rutherford County maintenance building. That's you know you can see it when you come off the ramp uh, over the bridge over Broad, um, and uh, they're going to be fitting it out. They're They've gotten their uh, state approval for this, mm-hmm. and the county commission last week voted and accepted this, approved the uh, use of the building at a, a 30-year lease for a dollar a year, um, and so it was very exciting. And uh, sounds like the county's going to make a lot of money off that. 
so so we're um we've got that and and dar is being included in that effort Good. we will we'll be able to use the building when you know when the time goes and i now hear that dominic will be having his office there instead of in the building that houses the board of elections he has a a room kind of under the stairs that's his office mm -hmm. so um this will be something that'll be more public and again the different there are something like 20 um veteran groups that are in the county right mm -hmm. now and the only ones that have any kind of meeting house or club clubhouse is the smyrna vfw and the um that's up on old nashville highway yeah yeah and that's been there a while and it mm -hmm. it, it it's there um and then the other is of course at mtsu with the charlie and hazel daniels uh building um yeah. that's the uh what do they call it the veteran family uh house or our uh, service center mm -hmm. so this will be an addition to the county um right now they think something like twenty thousand. they know twenty thousand veterans are now in rutherford county but Dominic and others think it's closer to 28,000. Yeah. And again, with the people moving here from California and New York, as you mentioned, as well as the license plates I saw yesterday, Michigan, Ohio, um, I saw Georgia. Um, you know, so they're coming from all over, really. So it's kind of, you know, we better be ready. <laughs> so this will help having this. Are we going to put on a school for all those people moving in and how they're supposed to react to things. Uh, what do you mean? Well, of course, I just would like to know why they're moving here completely. You know, some will be moving here to save money, which they can save a lot of money here. And, and, and I presume that some of their political leanings may not fit where they were living in New York and California. I hope, and uh, so uh, it's a uh, it, it, it it's always nice to you know when you go move to another country uh, they accept you in and then you go through the period of learning their language and all of that. Of course, they'll have to learn our language here too. Although Andrew, you've, you you never did fit right in with the language part. Well, I'm speechless. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You are learning. Oh, oh, but, uh, let me interrupt you. Did every one of you, did, did you get to see uh, the uh, Vietnam uh, group of numbers of, of who all was in the Vietnam War, the wall itself? Oh, did y'all yes, get yes. to see that yes, here? Yes. They did a great job. I have yep. to commend them. I mean, it was yeah. unbelievable. That's it was right. better than I thought it would be. Right. Of course, I had a lot of buddies that were in there, and it was on uh, the wall. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was. Good it was good. Um, we. I. I don't know if they actually counted how many people were there because they came day and night. There were quite a few. Yeah, I went quite there a two few. or three times. Yeah. yeah, and the weather was good except for the opening day. You know, when it yeah. poured rain and we were under that little tent. Yeah. But um, it was it was fascinating. The um, it was how we erected it and how we took it down. There were very specific things we had to do. So that was yeah. a learning experience, um, and uh, so that was very educational. It really um, was. Yeah, and we were the last. Um, Murfreesboro was the last 
venue for the yeah. wall. That was an honor for us here. Yeah. It and really um, so they went directly from here back to Washington. Yeah. And then they started up, uh, you know, this year. I, I didn't look at the schedule for this year, but um, it's pretty booked, you know, week by week. They they go all over. And they'd come to us from, I think it was Mineral Wells, Texas. And I remember hearing about that place from my my late father and mother-in-law who had been married in 1944. He, Jack was in the Army. And he got leave to come to Cleveland to get married, Cleveland, Ohio. And they had a lovely wedding at the Shaker Heights Country Club. And then they got on a train and went to Mineral Wells, Texas. And then from there to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, where he was doing his artillery. And uh, so that was their early honeymoon, <laughs> World War II. Um, and then he was sent, he was in Germany and uh, uh, he... He was not around for when John was born uh, in 1945, uh, and his mother was back home with her parents in Cleveland, and he was born there, and then his father came back, I guess, September after the war was over, so they became acquainted then. But when I heard the word mineral wells, it sounded like the end of the earth. So um, you know, we all have that kind of memory of our veterans in our family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was thinking Vietnam, we already went through how the country was, not everybody, I mean, it's probably a small portion, but they did make an impact during that time. But World War II was the one that stood out for most everybody during that time, and it, and it was a, a world war. And, but it seemed like the Vietnamese... Uh, people and, and I have seen some of the some of those people. Uh, you were fighting a war where you didn't know the enemy was, and you were protecting people you didn't know who you were protecting mm -hmm. at the time. It, it was a hard thing for the veterans during that specific specific contact. Would you answer that? That's my uh, uh, tax man, Karen. And, and, he shouldn't be calling me while I'm on the show. But 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 anyway, uh, there seems to be more and more support for the veterans during that era, during the, the Vietnam conflict. It, it, it was, uh, uh, I'm glad to see them finally getting their just rewards. I sort of feel sorry in a way because I was in college during those years and I remember uh, one of my roommates saying to me, as I was dating John at the time, and he had joined ROTC, NROTC, at his college, and his, you know, it was it was one of the last classes of ROTC that they had at Yale in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, wow. Yeah, and um, but he didn't know it at the time that that was it, and. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there were half the class was anti-war and so there was a parade one time I was down in New Haven and they the ROTC groups came out and um, they marched around a bit and there were a whole lot of their classmates yelling and screaming you know anti-war messages yeah. and I had a roommate who said why do you want to marry that baby killer and you know that was sort of harsh <laughs> but anyway that was how people were you know it was kind of nasty so it's amazing how you can be brainwashed 
yeah. in those type of environments. Well, and I, yeah, I, this is what happened. And, and then we were, he was commissioned in the Navy, graduated, and we were married that same week in June 1968. Um, and that was a, a big year. You know, a lot more soldiers were sent. Oh, you were a baby when you got married. Yes, <laughs> your heart. I know you're counting, right? I can see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, we he had a lot of training he had to do down in Virginia Beach. And so I went home to Mama, basically, and waited. And then uh, we did get going. And we he his first ship assignment was in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh. And that place uh, was pretty much... You know, there was not a lot of uh, uh, against the war back then. No, um, no, no, no. Not there. And their congressman, maybe you remember hearing about him, Mendel Rivers was the head of the, the House Armed Services Committee. Yeah. And he he was quite powerful, put it mildly. And, of course, being in Charleston, we kind of knew all about him. Um, and then he, uh, the ship got transferred, the John Second ship got transferred to the West uh, over to Pearl Harbor so they could go on deployment. And Mendel Rivers did not want, um, Nixon was the one who said four ships go over from the East Coast fleet. And um, Mendel Rivers was stopping them from doing it. So it was like six months delay. The families had all gotten out of their apartment leases and people were living in motels waiting for the, you know, for it to take place, which it did. But it was interesting how the, the you know, political battle was going on at the same time. And he didn't want to lose power in his district. You know, and uh, right now, Charleston, I mean, I haven't been there in 20 years, but, and we're going next year. But um, it, it uh, has lost a lot of the military that it did have at one time. Yeah. So the, ba the Navy base, which was big, now is all up at, at Norfolk and uh, Virginia Beach, that area. That's pretty much the East Coast. The... Um, we also were in Newport, Rhode Island, and uh, that is now just a, a shell of itself. I don't think there's much there anymore with the military. But How we was did it being a spouse during that period. Oh, I I kind of enjoyed it because you know we had our cat and we had our car and we just sort of you know we went across country. We went to San Diego and he went to ASW Anti Submarine Warfare School. We you lived were, in a, you were at all the great places. I know. Well, that's join the Navy, see the world, and don't yeah. go to Mineral Wells, you know, Texas. So, yeah. Yeah. So so it was kind of fun and. Um, we got we spent a lot of time in in uh, Los Angeles. I have relatives there, and uh, so we did a lot of sightseeing because the school was just a school, you know. And then, and then after about two and a half months, it was March um, of 1970 that the ship finally came through the Panama Canal and stopped in San Diego and got John. And uh, so I flew over with the cat to Honolulu. Um, and it was funny because I still remembered the plane landing, and there's this Hawaii uh, health department truck running alongside of the plane. They were there to pick up the cat, and he had to be in. You got to be kidding! Me. No, because they don't have rabies in in oh. Hawaii. Yeah. So even if your cat was vaccinated, <laughs> they didn't care. So they got the cat, and they took him off before the people got off the plane. Because they'd gotten word, and they took him to the uh, quarantine center for about a hundred days. And my friend, who uh, her, she was a, a Navy wife, 
they had a dog that also had to go through the quarantine. And she and I would go over to visit the animals, which were wonderful quarters. I mean, you're in Hawaii, so it's not really a, a brick building or anything. And we would go there and uh, wait till they opened at one or whatever it was in the afternoon to so you could go see your critter. And the, the inmates at the prison, were, they were also having the visitors at the same time. So we'd all be mixing it up with the, the people going to the jail to see their people. So that was kind of fun. Um, and then uh, we lived in downtown Honolulu in a kind of an apartment hotel. It was a regular hotel off of Waikiki. And um, so that was lots of fun. And that's where I learned that... Um, in Hawaii, it's cheaper to go to a restaurant to eat a dinner than it is to go to the grocery store and buy food. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's strange, but they're, it's, it's a tourist economy. And um, so they're sort of built that way. And they're not, I mean, yes, there are normal, regular people with children in school and stuff, but we didn't have kids at that point, so I didn't see that. But I think it was difficult for families with children. And when the guys went on deployment, um, a lot of the women... Uh, returned home they did they didn't stay there and I was just like hey you're in Hawaii <laughs> let's do it and, and so that was sort of different so I went and got a job uh, we lived at the, we finally got housing at the Navy base uh, at Pearl Harbor and so I went and got a job at the Navy exchange uniform shop so I was selling socks to admirals and you know making ribbon bars and uh, so I learned a lot doing that and then I had a good fun time uh, when the ship was gone about three months, I, um, uh, we'd agreed that I would get to go to Hong Kong. And so one of the other officers' wives and I flew to Japan, and then we flew to Hong Kong. And the ship had gotten in there, and uh, I, I, they didn't, you didn't have a cell phone back then. You didn't have any way of computers, so you sort of had to take your chances. And from there, um, John and I were there about a, a week or less because there was a typhoon. So the ship had to leave. I mean, Hong Kong is a typhoon port, you know, protected. Yeah. But anyway, the ship, oh, no, we got to go out. So they, they left after just a few days. And then I went and flew to, um, to Bangkok. My brother was, my older brother was in the Foreign Service, and he was with the embassy in Bangkok. He was also in the Air Force, so he was up in, you know, up north. Let's slow down on this it's history lesson. I, we have a caller on the show. Oh. Yeah, the, uh, the, they just, uh, I, I don't know what they're calling about, but let's find out. Caller, welcome aboard. Let me tell you and ask you all something. I, I, I don't like this at all. Let me tell you something. If, if, if we're going to do a war, let's do a war. I don't like the idea let's play around and we're going to try to set up. We're going to ease in and they go, we know they're bringing their war and they're getting in plays. I mean, football teams even have plays. We know they're getting ready to fight up and they're getting set up here and there. Man and ladies and gentlemen, you think if I knew my neighbor were getting set up to fight me, I'd blow their, what you call them, I ain't going to cuss on their stage, but look, you all, you can't close, if we're going to do a war, let's, t let's go and take him. Yeah. Can I get an amen? Yeah, you sound like you're from China. Oh, okay. That's, that's China's belief in a war. They want. They don't want to just sit back and, and fight right. around. They want to go in and kill. Y'all don't want to get our innocent people killed. If yeah. we'll wait and get, if they're going to do a war, let's yeah. go on and do it. That's right. You're, uh, it's very frustrating when they don't that's do right. it. That's right. I've been hearing this for the last six months or longer. They're going, we're going, don't. Look, either we go or not. 
Yeah. So don't, don't 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 play games. War ain't nothing to be played with. Yeah. We lost That's a right. lot of people in Vietnam, and what did we get out of it? Please, somebody explain this to me. Well, war it was one to be of those. It was one of those wars that you know uh, Eisenhower, uh, our our president before these, uh, would not get involved in the war simply because. They saw how the French were uh, uh-huh. being treated over there, uh-huh. and they he knew better than do that, and uh, it really caused more problems for right. the Vietnamese right. than right. it really helped them. But but keep- our guys, our guys were following orders, and uh, they went over there, um, and a lot of them lost their lives. A lot yes, of sir. them were uh, injured in, in a horrible way. That's right. We yeah. can't keep saving the world. Let's save. Yeah. Let's take care of ourselves. Right. Yep. But we got to honor those soldiers. We Thank have you. to honor those guys. Right. Because quit I think he agrees. Yes. Yeah. Every time we look yeah. around, we we into something like we talked about this. Because I lost a lot of friends in Vietnam, and and what mm-hmm. we came we from it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, you all. We need to stop playing games. Yeah, well, it we turns lost a lot into, of friends. What did we get out of Vietnam? Well, I think we did get something, and that is the respect of the Vietnamese people. They saw uh-huh. that we were trying to help them. Um, what, what, we, young lady. Now the place is, you know, the, uh, we Saigon. We can't save and the world. Ho Chi Minh City. We, we, I, I, are we supposed to save the world? I think we are. <laughs> yeah. Now we need gas. Every time we look around, we love, we we get we whenever we need something, who saves us? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's the United States no. is the light of the world. And <laughs> well, Mr. my batteries yeah. done run out. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. I'm listening. Oh, thank you for calling. Yep. Ooh, thank you, Casey. I see? appreciate it. Yeah, see, it's still I th- a hot. I thought I heard you say. No, I guess I did. It's a hot topic. See, it's and that's still- why we want to. You know, thank these people. Yeah. That, you know, no matter what your feelings are about it, we we do appreciate, like Truman the said, the service of people. Yeah. Follow the orders of of the commander in chief, and we want to thank. We want people to know that the American people are always behind our veterans. You know, it's amazing. This stands out. The president of the United States um, can be a great influence. Um, what goes in our country and the world but you have to have the right people at the right time in there and sometimes that doesn't always happen so let's take a quick break from nhc's adams place home of premier senior living on memorial boulevard it's the truman show on news radio wgns on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adams Place. I do exercise. I go three times a week. I go to stretch and balance, always conscious of your needs. It's not that someone is telling you what to do, it's they're looking out for you. It's a good workout. And what about the food? Oh, give me a break. (laughs) There's so much food here. You you know, I would highly recommend Adam's Place. 
Hello, this is Greg Tidwell from Bell Jewelers. We're in the love business. People that come in here are happy, celebrating special occasions, and we're very secretive. We don't talk about what people purchase. You need to announce that yourself, but we're ready to celebrate when you are. Come by and see us at Bell Jewelers at 821 Northwest Broad Street. We're across the street from Toots. We're open 10 to 6 during the week, 10 to 5 on Saturday, and close most Sundays. Hi, this is Bob Cornell, pastor of Covenant Church right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The answer that you've been looking for is found in Jesus and what he accomplished at the cross. You see, Jesus changes lives from the inside out. We would love for you to join us at Covenant Church, located at 1124 Brinkley Ave right here in Murfreesboro. We have services Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You can learn more about us at our Cornell Ministries YouTube channel. We want you to grow in Christ at Covenant Church. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. The 2022 Rutherford County Schools All-County Band Concert will take place Friday at 7 o'clock at World Outreach Church, and the public is encouraged to attend free of charge. All Rutherford County Middle Schools and Comprehensive High Schools will be participating, and more than 250 students will be playing. The students were selected for the RCS All-County Bands based on their mid-state scores and director recommendations. This year, 138 RCS students were also selected for mid-state bands, and 15 of those students earned All-State status. On Tuesday, Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital in Murfreesboro welcomed the second baby, born on February 22nd of 2022. Elizabeth Hope Allen, who was affectionately called Ellie by her parents Peter and Sarah Allen, was welcomed into the world weighing 8 pounds and 8 ounces, 21 inches long, and while born in the borough, the Allen family lives in nearby Shelbyville. Her birth certificate will read that she was born at 222 on 222-22, all twos. The sky's the limit is what many are starting to think when it comes to home prices in Rutherford County. The real estate boom continues exploding and the inventory of single-family homes on the local market remains low, which David Estes with Parks Realty says drives prices up and up. Medium price right now is running around 400, 410. So that's basically your new starter home. If you are in the market for a new home, prepare to pay more than the asking price, especially in the Murfreesboro and Smyrna area. Join the conversation. Log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the like button or follow us on Twitter at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. The Good Neighbor Network, on air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's most trusted source for local news. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone these days, but do your homework and be sure you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. There are many reasons why. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just testosterone. They determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether or not you're a candidate to low T or something else like thyroid or even sleep apnea. Their annual health assessment is typically completely covered by most health insurance and is thorough, checking everything from PSA, which is your prostate levels, thyroid, liver, kidney functions, 
cholesterol, glucose, and more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships to your home. Make your health a priority this year and schedule your annual health assessment today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment today. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Analexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Mostly cloudy skies here for this afternoon with temperatures holding rather steady. We'll have winds out of the north at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, chance for rain alone near 40. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujicic-Scan, News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 38. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with the three sweet ladies from the DAR. And I'm so glad that we have them here. And uh, um, there's not a group that I I, uh, support more than you guys. I mean, you're just absolutely fabulous. And we've got to have more like you. Uh, what well, did I? Uh, I interrupted you, didn't I, just, Andrea? Just wanting to finish up um, with our invitation to all veterans, their families, and friends mm-hmm. are invited to join us in a tribute to Vietnam era veterans this uh, next month, Saturday, March 26th, um, from nine in the morning until eleven, and we will be at the Northside Baptist Church Pavilion. Uh, at 655 West Thompson Lane in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. Rain or shine, we'll get to go in the church if uh, the weather is bad. Um, we'll have special presentations, uh, Vietnam War commemorative lapel pins for those who have not yet received theirs. Um, we will uh, be happy uh, and having a, a entertainment. Um, and uh, Terry Hedges, the magician, I've actually seen him and had him do his magic, and uh, uh, we just want to join the nation and thank a Vietnam veteran, and you have the opportunity to do that next month. We're trying to beat the clock here with Sherman's, Sherman, with Truman's retirement. I like Sherman. No, I don't. I do not like that name at all. I just <laughs> now a, caught that. It just sort of came uh. out. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, this is... Uh, I think Truman's final week on air here at WGNS. I have a, a, a partial part of the week next week. Okay. Tuesday is actually my last day. Okay. So we're we're here. And everybody's invited to call in or whatever. I have uh, Thomas Booker on, who is the oh, yeah, I base. Me. You know Thomas. I remember meeting him. Yeah. Yeah. He, the he, baseball guy. The baseball. Yeah. He knows everything there is to know about baseball. Right. But um, we've got one subject that we're going to be able to talk about. They're going to strike. There's no doubt about oh. it. Oh. And they will lose a lot of fans if they do that. Yeah. Can you imagine people making $15, 30000000 million a year and, and uh, 
playing baseball, playing a sport, and they're wanting to strike. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, but we do thank you for all that you've helped us in promoting DAR and yeah. all the things that we do. We're still going to be doing it. So, um, but we'll, we'll miss, miss you. Yeah, you thank me by putting that. Uh, oh, and if, if uh, you want to know more about our chapter, yeah, and and you can, we have a chapter website, um, Colonel Hardy Murphy. Uh, you can Google Colonel Hardy Murphy. You can go to the national website nsdar.org. Mm-hmm. You can go to tndar.org slash Colonel Hardy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Facebook page. So look around and, and you'll find us. And we have over 300 members in our chapter. So you might know somebody in town, but we'd love to, to, to talk to you if you're interested. And we can help people uh, with their application papers. We have really good people that are genealogists that, that will be able to help you find if you are related to someone who gave aid to the cause of the revolution, doesn't have to be a soldier. It can be a shopkeeper. Why did y'all separate it? You've got a DAR and you got an SAR. Well, uh, the DAR, well, the SAR started. They were doing something and they, they wouldn't let the women join, so the women formed their own. Oh, really? That's right. And now we're bigger. That, we are? We are very good partners. Yeah. That we actually do a lot of um, joint things. We've had events at the courthouse where they provide color guards for us. Mm-hmm. And they come to a lot of our grave markings. They have been at some of our Children of American Revolution events. Mm-hmm. So we are partners, but it's kind of a, a funny thing that, that we wanted to be together at the beginning. But way back then, the, the men didn't want the women. But we're working together. What? Uh, fired you up, Karen, to join the DAR? Well, my grandmother was a part of it, and she felt like I should be in it, and I half-heartedly, oh, wow. half-heartedly looked into it because I wasn't that interested as, uh, you know, a teenager or whatever. Yeah. And so when I moved to Murfreesboro, she encouraged me to look it up because I didn't know anybody here yet. And I said, okay. So, and it, it ended up I couldn't come to the meetings because they weren't, I, I didn't have a flexible work schedule, so I couldn't mm-hmm. get to their meetings. But I ended up going one time with a friend of mine from church, and they had a fabulous program. It was everything I believed in, and I thought I need to join this. And that, then I, my children were in the CAR, and you know, every time I go, I, it just I, I think about what people went through to form this country, and I feel like I owe it to them, and I owe it to be. I think we all feel this way to be an active, be the best citizen you can be, and this is, this is a way I can be the best citizen I can be. It's one of the best ways in the world to be educated about what this country really it is. stands it for, is. isn't it? I think I can speak for all of us that we don't go to a meeting, whether it's our chapter, our state, or national, where you don't hear something that you learn more about, maybe you hadn't heard about before. Just mm-hmm. very, very uh, just very uplifting, great programs that are very thought-provoking. And I know you feel like that you're doing something special for this country because I know you are. Well, we we try, and we do. We're all about service. You know, we don't just go and have lunch and have programs, but mm-hmm. we're all about getting out in the community and doing, doing, spreading patriotism, events like this for veterans. I know my aunt Nancy loved it. Aunt Nancy oh, she was great. I remember her. Yeah. Oh, oh, I remember when she was going around having to find her lineage and and going right. all the way back to. Actually, I, I've, it, it helped me because I didn't have to do all that research work <laughs> exactly. because I, we always want to know about our family. 
and and uh, she went all the way back to uh, uh, the Revolutionary War. And I uh, actually we had some special names that came up here in Rutherford County. Uh, some of our people sure. who were involved in the yeah. Revolutionary War. Wasn't she a Lytle? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And Lytle was the reason that Murfreesboro is named Murfreesboro because he wanted to honor the Colonel Hardy Murfree, yeah, who was above him in the army, and yeah. uh, so they had experience together. And Lytle had the opportunity to do that because he owned the land here, and Murfree's land was, I think, out in Williamson County, among mm-hmm. other places. So he never really, uh, Colonel Hardy, never actually lived here. His his daughters did. And they built one daughter built Oaklands, and the other uh, had Grantlands as yeah. her property. Um, and so they they were the Murfrees who ended up here. Um, and but Colonel Hardy died in Williamson County just a couple of years after he arrived uh, to take his land claim mm-hmm. um, from the Revolutionary War. I tell Bob Murphy quite often that it should have been named Lytle Town or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it, but. Uh, you know, that's the great thing about living here, and y'all don't know. Well, Lila doesn't. She's across the border. But uh, there, there is no better place to live than Murfreesboro. You know, I like to kid around with all people moving in. But uh, this, this particular community really has something special. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I agree. And being around, we didn't, we haven't gone through all the, political changes and and crap that you see in a lot of other cities and 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 the people not getting along with other groups um we've never had that uh i i know i've talked to people from new york and brooklyn and you know all the places a part of new york yeah (laughs) And, and and uh listening to them it's like it's another world because we're not we're not associated with a lot of those things, and when I see all the news media clips, which I I've turned off now, I can't stand to watch it. But uh, they talk about all the problems and and how they're going to be able to work everything out. We don't have that here, and thank goodness for that. Yeah. And and if I lived in New York or California. I guarantee you, I, I I would be hightailing it over here if, if I had to pay thirty dollars a gallon to get here. Oh boy, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Bye, Lila. Yeah. Bye, Lila. Yeah, it. Um, Where's Lila going? She has she has a no, she, she's a good scout to come all the way in here from. Yeah, she sure is. I mean, she's at the corner. Since you guys live here, I mean, we'll just sit here and talk I, for the <laughs> next two, three, four hours. I think Karen wants to get to her place because we have a meeting. What are you doing? Oh, oh are you? We, oh, you got the she, she grand jury going on right no, now. No, 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 sir. We have. Uh, we're actually meeting about the, our event Saturday. We're going to put the, oh. some final plans in place after this. So. How are you able to do your job up there at the? We're not meeting this judicial week. Judicial. We're meeting. not meeting this week. So. Oh, the crime rate is down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. We're just. Getting ready to put on what we hope will be a really fun, great event for our community and for oh, our it, it is going to be special. And who knows? It might become an annual thing. We'll see what happens. That would be good. See what happens. Your contributions are so great to this community. Um, 
it would be nice if if we could have more things going on yeah i think we've really expanded in that we've our chapter has now got an annual constitution day event going on at the courthouse an annual Mm -hmm. fourth of july event going on and uh, we do an we do an annual something for vietnam veterans it hasn't been as um widespread as i think this one possibly could be but who knows you know we have a lot of dedicated members that are willing to give up their time and you know like you had asked me before i just think when you think about what um what our ancestors did mm-hmm. and what and formed this country which no matter what i it's it's the greatest country in the world and i do believe it's the city shining on the hill and yeah. it really is the, it's the it is the light and uh which was the least by I can a man do. from massachusetts it's the least i can do you know it's, <laughs> it's just the least i can do so um I, th- I, I want. That's, I why, that's why I can be a good citizen. I have never seen the time to be a DAR uh, member more important than today's time. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think we need more and more people to become involved in this country and do a little research in how special it is. Yep and how blessed we are to be here and and i think a lot of people just take it for granted and then they get involved in all these foolish things and uh, it, it, it it that's what weakens a democracy and i think it, I, what lila said about what dar does as far as we do promoting we promote patriotism we promote mm-hmm. citizenship we promote a lot of these things um to let people see the good that's there mm-hmm yeah we helped last last week with the national salute to veteran patients uh and we we provided items that were on the wish list from alvin york Mm -hmm. um, hospital and uh made sure that that was that was uh that we answered their call for help um and we are up there as much as we can be during the covid um, it's been hard to, oh, to participate in a lot of these different uh, outreach things that we've been involved in for years, whether it's the schools or at the, at the VA. So um, it's been hard, and, you know, it's hard to adjust. Just, you, it's, it's like you get whiplashed almost with the, the changes. Yeah. You know? so. Was well, being a, uh, the wife of a veteran, right? And, uh, was that one of the things that... Uh, uh, was part of the reason that you joined the DAR? Um, I'm not sure I put it that way. I have been a member of another um, heritage organization uh, since I was in college because I received scholarship money mm-hmm. from that group, and I had to be a, a proven descendant of the Huguenots, right. which are the French Protestants. Mm-hmm. Huguenots of um, Huguenot Society of America had a very fine scholarship that they gave, and it was kind of unique because it wasn't just that you merited it; you also mm-hmm. had to be one of those people. So my dad did all kinds of research, and I, you know, I was 18 years old. He should have gotten me into DAR then, but he, I was much older when I finally did join. And I think I joined because um, she was regent at the time, Leslie Carl, Leslie Dodd Carl. Uh, kind of talked me into it. She she was very nice to me when I f- we first moved here, and um, 
So, you know, I thought, well, yeah, I can do that. It'd be a way to get to know the ladies. It's hard to move someplace. And we've lived in seven different places since the Navy. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, it's hard to get to kind of get in the swim um, here when you don't have children in school. And our kids were already out of college and doing other things when we came here 20 years ago. So, um, <laughs> my, so that my was blood, it. My blood pressure just jumped twenty points. Ooh. What was that? <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. that was part of it. Um, the patriotism thing. Yeah. I, I in a way feel sorry for some of the my husband's classmates who did not. They got out of the draft and they and they avoided the draft and and uh, somehow never served. This yeah. is the class of '68. So I always, when I see them or read their alumni notes and their prominent lawyers and famous people, you probably have heard of some of them. Um, he was in the same class with President George Bush, um, who who did serve. But you yeah. know, uh, at the same time, there were a whole bunch of others that are you know very much still in power. You might say, yeah. um, and I just sort of you know I think this one thing they they can't even kind of be part of what this country you know what 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 our history is. They're to me, it's a shame, and I, I'm kind of I, I grip my teeth a little bit, bite my tongue, don't say things. And my mm-hmm. husband's never never complained. Um, he did his bit, and uh, that was that. Um, and his as did his brothers. He had younger brothers who also mm-hmm. they served, and um, I I don't think their the family would not have permitted them not to. You know, it was just if their number was up. That was it. You were going to go. It doesn't matter how important you were or anything else. It was just what you did. And I think it that was been... one of the negative things that came out of uh, even World War II. People used their um, uh, political might or whatever you want to call it. Uh, they knew individuals that, that could um, maybe um, uh, let them pass on that particular war that was going on during the time mm-hmm. and uh I, I i i still hear people talk about the vietnam war as uh it was the mi- middle class of the poor class uh, that uh were not being drafted at that time um i i have always been a proponent and still am of the draft I think it's something that you have a chance to pay back for living in this country. Mm-hmm. And it's also a way of everybody, uh, it, it's, it's an education process to learn all about the people who are from other areas, right. uh, other walks of life, and you learn to respect each other right. while they're there. It's a great education for everybody, both both ladies and guys. It really is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've done it in Israel for years. And, and I, I, uh, it, it, it's a learning process, plus it's a payback time to, to let people know that you love this country, you love everybody in this country, you get along, there shouldn't be broken ethnic groups that are right. th- that are uh, just absolutely pulling away from the fiber of this country. Yeah, well, I think the ethnic groups uh, very much participated, at least in Vietnam. I don't they know did. now, I don't, I'm not sure even of the status of the draft. Yeah. I know people have to register for the draft. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure... 
uh, how it works now with the all-volunteer force. Yeah. So there have been some changes since that time. I mean, the fact that the Navy is co-ed now, you know, and I imagine I used to go have dinner aboard the Owens, John's ship, and, uh, you know, the officers we would eat in the, in the wardroom. Yeah. And they had Philippine stewards, and um, they were part of the ship's crew, really. Mm -hmm. um, and the deal with that was that um, when they finished their Navy duty, um, many of them became citizens of the United States, but also um, they returned home, and many of them were considered prosperous and um, upper middle class. Uh, they, they would buy restaurants, and you know, they, they kind of had a business going on the side, yeah. um, as well as working you know, as, as stewards in the cabin, in the uh, ward rooms. And the, they did the laundry and that sort of thing. So the Navy, I don't think today, I'm not sure there are any of the, of the stewards the, the way they were. Mm. And then now that there are women aboard the ships. I mean, I'm not sure I would have been that happy watching the ship sail down the lock at Pearl Harbor and waving bye-bye uh, that morning um, if, if there are a bunch of women on board. Good Lord. You know, you're sending your husband off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I, I, some of the wives, there was kind of, a lot of the, the uh, enlisted would have had a problem with that. I think. I mean, maybe the officers not so much. I don't know. It, it, again, well, there's there obviously there are problems with it. Yeah. And, yeah. And and, uh, and I I have a, I'm I'm one of those people that I had a hard time and and but my hard time was that you're putting ladies in uh, in death-type situations yeah. and having to fight. Uh, I, you know, they teach you how to, how to fight hand-to-hand -hand and yeah. uh, put your uh, uh, bayonet on and secure it because you're going to get into a fight. That That's a very difficult thing for yeah. me to still... Uh, imagine about yeah. what's yeah. going on well and you might slow down your unit too yeah. the guys you know feel their natural inclination to help the woman and if she yeah. messes up and then the whole team gets done in i don't know i i, I have we, john and i have a goddaughter um she was accepted at annapolis she graduated mm -hmm. she served on board one of the big cruiser uh cruisers and mm -hmm. um she had a very important role she's a very bright girl and she and her soon-to-be husband, he was, I think, a couple of years ahead of her at Annapolis, mm -hmm. um, they got married, and John and I were there, and we brought, uh, at her their wedding, um, John brought his sword. They asked him to bring his sword to cut the wedding cake, cause, <laughs> which we did, and that was it was great. Um, she now is an engineer up in Detroit at the... Um, at the Warren General Motors uh, testing facility, mm -hmm. um, although I think they're they're moving on from there, and they had a child, to, um, so that I think their lives are different now. But um, in any case, you know that was an example. I mean, that's it's it, the world is changing that way. Mm -hmm. So I, I sort of I feel like one way was kind of the way I know it, um, and I you know I don't know now. Um, if that if that'll end up being the way of the future, they're trying. They, I think part of the thing is there's so much that's um, electronic or uh, cyber, and mm -hmm. so they figure well, a woman could sit in front of a a laptop and and send off a torpedo just as easily as a guy could. So you know maybe they don't have to be exactly you know uh, in an infantry unit. 
Well, it's not my world anymore. Yeah, yeah. So. But I still want to see this country remain. Um, we're the watchdogs over the whole world. We have been for many, many, since World War II. Um, not as much in World War One, obviously, but uh, um, if it wasn't for the United States, uh, I can't even imagine all the turmoil and all the the negative things that would be going on in this world if it wasn't for well, us. Well, we're also the test tube, I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> for a yeah. lot of the newer things that are yeah. coming up. Um, so that's you know, I hope it is a test tube that will use the scientific method and find out if something works or it doesn't work um, according to uh, tested practices that are you know that are correct and not just some crazy scheme so um, we got to wrap up the show andrew all right well you want to say bye to everybody or you want to say yeah anything? this is our final visit i guess yeah yeah, yeah which is a sad thing for um, me yeah but but uh, you know there comes a time when you say well Yep. It's time to move, move on. on. And what, what are your plans? Um, well, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm one of these people that has to stay active. But um, um, I guess um, my kids will kind of keep me in the right now, direction. Now, who are your kids? I, I guess I don't know. Barry Jones and Jason Jones. And I have uh, um, four grandkids. And uh, little Abby's birthday uh, is coming up, and uh, uh, Jason, I I, I uh, give Jason money to buy her presents because I never know what to buy. Right. Buy oh, they all want money. They I think oh. that's the big thing. But uh, um, Jason bought. Uh, I, I she she wouldn't be listening. He bought her Song of the South. Have you ever seen that movie? Many years ago, and it's yeah. a wonderful movie. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, of course, it was banned yeah. some time yeah. ago, like things get in, in in the way of other people's thoughts. So, gone, gone with the wind will probably get banned too. You know, I'm surprised it hasn't even yeah. come up I think in conversation. I, I, read, I read something uh, that they were trying to do something like that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of these days, they'll just. I, I think somebody will just cut the southeast away from the rest of the country and it'll float out into oblivion that's what I, it looks like it's going to be but uh thank you for coming and you're welcome uh, and uh i just admire you guys so much you do so much for our country best wishes all right guys we'll see you in the morning at nine from nhc's adams place Home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.